Today, um, I'm going to talk about don't miss the boat. You know, when I was studying in college, I would often take the LRT. No? So, inisip ko kailan yun. 1996, nag-LRT ako. Nag-LRT ba kayo dati? Diba? Ang saya, diba? You don't have to walk. People just push you in. Diba? It's so fun. You know, so I would walk, I live in Benavides, I would walk to Bambang. And when I'm, pag nasa stairs na ako sa waba, and you, you feel that the train is coming, what do you do? You run. Diba? So I run up the stairs. Then when I run up the stairs, I see the train coming. But my card doesn't want to work. Diba dati, hindi mo maintindihan pati yung card. Kasi pano namin, hindi beep card eh. Ibang klaseng card. Mas bulok yung card namin dati. Ayaw. You see the train coming. It's so near and yet it's so far. And then the train comes. Yung pa yung train na walang tao, feel mo para sa'yo yun. Meant to be. Diba? Yan na yung meant to be mo. Kaya lang pag dumaan siya, parang naluluha ka na lang. Kasi alam mo yung susunod na train, punong-puno. As in, punong-punong-puno yun. Okay? And when you go in, you kind of reflect. Why did I miss that train? Ah, kasi matagal ako naligo. Ang dami kong kinain sa bahay. Hindi ako naglakad ng mabilis. You think of many different reasons. But whatever the reason is, I still miss the train. I still miss the train. So today, we're going to look at the story of Noah, okay? And we're going to learn five lessons from the story of Noah, though it happened long, long, long time ago. Today, what can we learn? So I'll just share five things that we can learn from Noah's Ark. And the first lesson is don't miss the boat. Don't miss the boat. You see, like what I shared when I missed the LRT, though I missed the train, I know what? There will be another train. Then if I don't get in that next train, I can still get into the next, next train. And next, next, next train. And you can wait hanggang magsarado yan. Makakasakay ka din. Diba? But in Noah's Ark, there was only one boat. Isa lang yan. And if you miss the boat, you're dead. You're dead. So in Genesis chapter 7, male and female of all flesh went in as God commanded him. And the Lord shut him in. You see, in this verse, yung God, no? if you look at the, uh, in, yung God niyan is Yahweh. So God has a special relationship with Noah. And the use of the personal name ni God dito, si Yahweh, underscores yung special relationship ni God with Noah. And dito sinabi, the Lord shut him in. The Lord literally shut the door in, meaning that he is saved, he cannot come out anymore. The next time he comes out, wala na ibang tao sila na lang. Only eight people were saved that day. The flood continued 40 days on the earth. The waters increased and bore up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. And the waters prevailed and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the face of the waters. And all flesh died 
that moved on the earth and all mankind. He blotted out every living thing that was on the face of the ground, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens. Only Noah was left and those who were with him in the ark. You see, only Noah and his family got saved that day because everyone missed the boat. You see, God's method of salvation in Noah's time was thought as foolish. Some people would say it was unfair. But actually, God gave all the people plenty of chances to change, to repent, to come to know Him. And today, God's method of salvation is also the same. It looks foolish. And some people also feel na it's unfair. But the truth is, it's still only the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. So don't miss the boat if you have not put your faith in Jesus Christ yet today. If you have not surrendered your life to Him. Today is the time. Don't miss the boat. Don't wait before it's too late. So what can we learn about God? You see, God is faithful. In Deuteronomy, it says, The rock, si God yan, His work is perfect. For all His ways are justice, a God of faithfulness and without iniquity, without sin. He is just and upright is He. You see, God is always faithful. And not some of the time, but all the time, we have a God who is faithful. He will do what He says, and He's going to do it. So how does God's faithfulness work? Okay, how does God's faithfulness work? His faithfulness is not dependent upon our faithfulness. What do I mean? You see, as human beings, tayo, we are not faithful. Okay? But He, God, remains faithful to His promises regardless of how many times we fail. Second, His faithfulness is the foundation for all He does. You see, all that He has done and will do flows out of His faithfulness. In other words, every act that God does is reliable. It is dependent. It is consistent and loyal. He does not stray from who He is. That is our God. He is faithful. Second lesson we could learn from Noah's Ark is trust in God's plan. You see, it wasn't raining when God instructed Noah to build the ark. Okay, it was not raining. In Genesis 6, it says, Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. That's why God was angry. Because the people or the earth was full of corrupt people. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, and for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Can you imagine Noah's face when God talked to him? He must be thinking, what will you do, God? You will end all flesh? 
Then you want me to make an ark? Gano kalaki yung ark? Are you sure? You see, there had, nev there had never been any rain before the flood. So for Noah to believe that there will be a flood, it takes a lot of faith. And Noah had this kind of extraordinary faith. Kung ako, yan, kung ako si Noah that time, I would go, why don't you just give me the ark? Diba? Or, uh, God, wala akong time eh. Okay? I don't have enough resources. And that's how probably most of us, when God commands us to do things, that's how we respond. We don't want to trust in God's plan. But you know, Noah trusted in God's plan 100%. In Genesis 6, Genesis 7, okay, it all, it's always repeated and says, Noah did this, he did all that God commanded him. In Genesis 7, and Noah did all that the Lord had commanded him. You see, Noah knew one thing, that he had to obey the Lord because God is faithful and God can be trusted. The problem with us today as humans is we depend on signs before we want to obey. We want a certain thing to happen before we want to obey. It does not work like that. We have to obey God first. And then you will see God's faithfulness. So to trust is to obey. So what can we learn from, about God? God is trustworthy. God can be trusted. His plans are better than our plans. And in Psalm 118, verse 8, it says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. Trust in God. Don't trust in man. Because man will fail you, but God will never fail you. Third lesson we could learn from Noah's ark is, always be ready. Always be ready. How old was Noah when God called him to build the ark? How old? How old? Hindi, 500. He was 500 years old when God called him. Can you imagine calling a 500-year-old person to build a church? Baka the next day, he will die na. Diba? But Noah, he was called at 500 years old. And how big was the ark? In Genesis 6 verse 15, it says, This is how you are to make it. The length of the ark is 300 cubits, its breadth 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. No Cubits pa ginagamit nila. Okay? And... In modern times, it said, the ark, okay, yung ark, pag nandito today, pwede ka maglagay lang tatlong uh, NASA na space shuttle on the roof of the ark. Yung space shuttle ng NASA that goes to, tatlo daw, pwede mo ilagay. Siyempre, dikit-dikit, ah, from tail to tail, dikit, galong kalaki. Or, it's, do you know, uh, American football field, yung pang, you know, yung nagpapatayin sila. Yung football field, it's one football field plus a half. So it's one and a half football field. Ganun kalaki yung ark 
na pinagawa ni God sa kanya. That's why it took Noah 100 years, approximately 100 years to finish the ark. To finish the ark. So what does always be ready entail? I think um, when the lesson that we can learn is always be ready, it means two things. Number one, always be ready. It means you must be physically fit. Okay? They say when you are standing up straight and you look down, if you cannot see your feet or your toes, ako hindi ko makita Okay? That means you are probably not physically fit. But always be ready. As we serve the Lord, we have to also be physically fit. Diba? Okay, wag niyo ako gayahin. Okay? But the second thing is, you must always be ready spiritually. We must always be spiritually fit. It is to be right with God, not just hearers of the word, but doers. So how to be spiritually fit? You have to set goals then for your spiritual life. You have to set goals like, do you want to have a devotion for the whole year? Every day you want to read God's word. Do you want to share the gospel to uh, two people every week? You have to think, okay, and set goals for yourself. How to be spiritually fit? Some suggestion that I like to give you is you have to work on strengthening your walk with the Lord. Okay? And that means that's why we're encouraging you and pushing you to join a life group. Alamo, when you join a life group, it's easier to get motivated to grow in your walk with God. Okay? So if you have never joined a life group, I encourage you, join one. Okay? And we must also work on our personal relationship. Read your Bible every day because it is through our daily devotion that the Lord can speak to us. You see, Noah started to build the ark when he was five, 500 years old. Okay? And he was 600 years old when it was completed. So always be ready because you never know what great adventure God will ask you to do. So keep yourself physically fit and spiritually fit. Fourth lesson, keep your focus. Keep your focus. You see, Noah kept his focus at hand. I'm sure that there were people who were criticizing him. There were people discouraging him. Some would even be laughing at Noah. But Noah kept his focus. Bakit? Because he knew who his boss is. Sino yung boss ni Noah? Si God. God is, or God was Noah's boss. Pag tininong mo yung mga husbands today, who is your boss? Huh? My wife is my boss. Okay, no. God is our boss. Have you ever felt discouraged? Okay, discouragement, I think, is really a bad feeling. But some of us, we easily get discouraged because we lose focus. We lose the goal that we are trying to hit. We listen to people who criticize us, who give us a lot of negative input. And before even the journey starts, you quit because that's how people are. We like 
to criticize people. We like to discourage others. So don't let your critics stop you. Okay? So, God is our boss. Fifth lesson that we could learn from Noah's ark is, God used Noah to do extraordinary things. You see, God can also use you and me. But we just have to be willing. You see, Noah was not a boat builder. Hindi siya isang boat builder. Noah was an amateur compared to those who really do boat building. But why did God uh, choose Noah? Why did God choose Noah? Let's look at this verse and you will see why God chose Noah. He said Noah was a righteous man. Okay, the word righteous uh, can also be translated as he was just. Okay, he was lawful. Ibig sabihin, Noah was, def- Noah was a man defined by his faithful obedience to God's law. Okay, he, was a faith- he was faithfully obedient to what God was teaching him. Second, he was also called a preacher of righteousness. Ibig sabihin, as he was building the ark, he was also proclaiming God's word or God's standard of living. So he was a righteous man. Next, he was blameless in his generation. Another word for blameless, perfect. Can you imagine? God saying that Noah was perfect. Okay? And Noah stood out as a man of complete integrity. And I think that should be our goal as a Christian today. We should stand out for the Lord. Hindi ibig sabihin stand out na epal-epal ka. Okay? But stand out because you are living and breathing example of what it means to love God. And lastly, Noah walked with God. Ibig sabihin his conduct, his direction in life was in accordance to God's way of life. You see, God expects us, you and me, to stand out as men of integrity and character. God expects that from all of us, that we must stand out for Him. Now, I'd like to show you, okay, a chronology of Noah's time when he was in the ark. This is starting from chapter 7. First, at chapter 6, okay, uh, Noah here, he obeyed all God's command. And it took him 100 years. Then when the ark was built, this is the chronology of Noah's time in the ark. You see, uh, there was an announcement of the flood seven days in advance. Then the flood begins and Noah and his family entered the ark. Okay? Then the flood lasts 40 days and ends. In chapter 8, the ark rests on a mountain of Ararat. And after waters prevail and abate, ibig sabihin na abate, buwababa na, nagre-resend, okay, for 150 days total. Then the mountain tops eventually become visible. Then Noah sends out the raven. Then next, Noah sends out the dove. Okay. Next, Noah sends out the dove for his second flight and, he retur- and the dove returns. Then the dove, for the third time, he sends it out does not return. Ibig sabihin, pwede na. So the waters fully abated, nawala na. And the end of second 150-day period, 
Noah removes the covering of the ark, the earth dries out, and Noah leaves the ark. All in all, Noah stayed for 370 days inside the ark. Inside the ark. And the amazing thing is, the ark was built in such a way where the animals were mostly fed and watered automatically. Talino, talino. Then the ark, according to scholars, the ark held more than 16,000 animals. 16,000 animals. So, don't underestimate yourself. You see, Noah was an ordinary man, but he chose to obey and God used him. You see, God can use you to do great things as long as we keep our heart in the right place. And that means keep your heart following God. God is the master builder. Of course, at the end of the day, it's not really uh, how good or how great Noah was, but it's really how great a God he has. So our conclusion today, life can be hard. Tama? Life can be hard. Sometimes, life can be hard. But remember that there is always a rainbow after the rain. There's always that rainbow after the rain. You see, in Genesis chapter 9, God said to Noah, I have set my bow in the cloud. It means I have set the rainbow in the cloud and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. And when the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. You see, God made a covenant with man or with Noah that after he you know, wiped out man, he said that the rainbow will be a sign of the covenant that he has made with man. That, you know, and so today, may that rainbow also be a reminder to us that God loves you and God cares for you. No matter what problems you are going through, always remember that there is hope after the storm. I don't know what you're going through. Maybe you're going through a dark time. But always remember that after, the, you know, there's always hope after the storm because we have a God who can be trusted. We have a God who is faithful. We have a God who is in control. So to all my uh, brothers and sisters, trust in God. Focus on Him. Always remember that God can call you anytime and we have to be ready. And God can use you. You just have to put your faith in Him. Can we close our eyes right now? Dear God, whatever um, storms we are facing in our life, help us, Lord, to always remember that we have a God that loves us, a God who remembers us, and a God who we could put our hope in. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we could just trust in you to weather the storms in our life. 
sometimes ang bigat talaga ng problema. But Lord, help us to remember the rainbow, the covenant that you love us and that you are a faithful God. Give us hope, O Lord, that's found in you. In Jesus' name we pray. As we learn from Noah's example, may we also keep our focus on God, our Creator who is faithful and trustworthy. For our Creator alone is worthy of all praise and glory. Noah lived his life for Him, and so will we. Shout the wonder of life. And as you speak, a hundred billion galaxies are Every pain in the sky, a canvas of your 